This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always gone. Rebel Scum. James, uh, you can go to Etsy right now and buy, I think it's like the pattern to build your own Lula doll from the Bad Batch. There's no hollow news today because that was the only piece of news I could find that was actually interesting. Where is Etsy? Etsy is in the internet in your computer. What? It's yeah. in the computer? Yeah. It's uh, in the computer. It's, in the uh, computer. Interesting. It's a, it's a center for ants. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. I've, I've never seen Zoolander 2. Just kind of. Man, me neither. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I and remember then... seeing Zoolander in the theater as a teenager, and my, two of my friends got up and like left and go, went to the arcade because they thought it wasn't very funny. <laughs> I refused to watch it in the theater, and then I watched it on DVD in a, in a friend's yeah. dorm room, and I was like, this is the gr- – I, I thought it was good. And then, spoilers for those of you who haven't seen a 20-year-old movie, when all of the male models – are having the gasoline fight and yeah. then they blow up and die. I, I lost it. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was just like, like literally I laughed. It happened. I was like, Oh, they killed them for real. And I, I thought it was, it was really mm-hmm. funny. Anyway, star Wars, star Wars, welcome so, to the Rebel um, podcast episode two nineteen. I'm Brock. He James, is- James, Fucking Star Wars, James. Okay, like, so we're going to go on Etsy. We're going to get that. <laughs> how much is it going for? Oh, you build it yourself. Wait, I don't know. how I, does it work? Yeah, you build it yourself. I have to go on and find this. I can't believe that that doll is becoming like a thing. That's awesome. Like in a good way. I'm, I'm, I haven't seen episode like, five. I should start off by saying I have not seen episode five. This is going up on Wednesday. We're recording this on Tuesday. I haven't seen it. I'm not sure mm-hmm. where. I, I want. Here's, here's, we talked about this last week, right? When it's warm out, Brock, I just don't put on the TV. It was really cold. It snowed. <laughs> Freaking snowed. snowed. Yeah, that day it snowed when it came out. I was like, "What was that?" That happened. So something happened though. But that, it snowed on Friday, so it snowed. I was working though. I had to actually go into work. I had to travel to work, so I didn't get. I, I wasn't home to watch it. And then at night, I feel like I watched something else. Then I had to watch my beloved Toronto Maple Leafs screw the pooch. Um, and then Sunday was nice. And I just, I just didn't. I have seen Don Army of the Dead uh, seven or eight times. And I have seen Wonder Woman 2 four times. But we won't get into that. I just, <laughs> but the thing is, when I put those on, because I've seen them, I don't have to pay attention to them. Whereas Bad Batch, I fallen asleep in the middle of two of them so far because I'm too... T- so I don't want to get into that. So I want to watch it, but I need to know what your thoughts were on episode five of The Bad Batch. Um, I think you should watch it soon. Uh, not I saw one spoiler. 
it's it's funny there's a there's a there's a a, a very popular character kind of pops yeah. up that's the and uh, i was like i was like oh yo we kind of called this not exactly we didn't call it exactly but like uh i think you'll be pleasantly pleased with this one uh uh but uh outside of that the, the episode was good like you know what it's get it's i'm starting to get worried is like I watched that episode on Friday. Maybe I should write thoughts down when I'm watching it. But once we get to this uh, recording, it's like, what was the episode about? <laughs> um, it was good. Uh, it it's it's typical. I know Filoni's not writing every single thing, but it's typical Filoni style where it's like, here's a bunch of like random things, and then they'll drop a few things, and I'm sure the last two episodes would be like this is why all of this is important you're like oh right so it's a lot of like oh that was a fun caper like so do i still like it of course um i hate to say this i'm so biased towards star wars <laughs> it's just like oh star wars things very cool i don't know if i ever told you this at my work in our warehouse where all our equipment is they just got a new inventory system that makes noises when you scan the barcodes or you enter something into the system or whatever. <laughs> They're all Star Wars noises. What? There's like a Chewbacca noise. I was in the warehouse today and when they scanned something, it made a blaster bolt. <laughs> I think there's a whole plot. They hate it. Like the warehouse people like hate I it because it's like, it's kind of annoying and you can't turn the noise yeah. off or whatever. Amazing. Like, I, on may the 4th which is now a month ago if you can believe it aaron was doing um like this um online yoga class there's some app and you get yoga structures from all over the world and there's one guy who apparently was really good he was in uh california i believe and he was doing his yoga class and he was obsessed with star wars and it happened to be may the 4th and aaron aaron knew it was may the 4th but she didn't think yoga would <laughs> would like interfere and he just talked about it. he was at celebrate celebration he was talking about that and his post that day on his instagram was he he recreated the uh uh hand, luke handstand with yoda on his foot but he had a baby yoda on his foot and he did a, a hand one hand handstand because he's a yoga instructor and very you know strong um, we could probably do it probably you and i could probably do it we right. could, we could probably do a one-armed handstand and put a baby like and have somebody put a baby yoda on our foot i think easily easily we could do it <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so uh no it just made me laugh because uh star wars just has this way of of appearing everywhere whether you like yeah. it or not it is in the zeitgeist of our minds absolutely i love it <laughs> I love it. It's the best. I'm I'm really looking forward to Bad Batch, but I want to bring something up to you. I didn't tell mm. you about this. I saw it tweeted, and I have a few thoughts on that. But apparently, there's an article going. You might have seen this when you look for the news, but there's an article going around saying that that Star Wars is going back to George Lucas, and George Lucas is. <laughs> yeah, very, I didn't yeah, you did. See. I read. I'm like, what the? Yeah. So it's about? making its way on on Twitter, and everyone's. <laughs> I mean, everyone is basically bashing it because obviously it's not true, and it's the stupidest thing ever. My thing, though, aside from I said that so that our headline could be that, but but what what annoys me is 
even when you're just copy and pasting this, we're we're giving these people voices who, and that's why they're doing it, right? It's like, it's like um, they're doing it to cause clicks on their page and whatever but and yeah. to create this fake conversation that leads to their page inevitably and i think i don't know how you feel brock but i think it's time we just ignore these the stupidity yeah it makes me mad because like normally i ignore stuff like that but when i look for news for the show like i feel like i'm aiding the system because like the article i opened was like it looked like a reputable website. I can't yeah. remember which one it was. I can't either. I don't want to bring them up. But it did look... It looked reputable, for sure. It looked... Re- it wasn't we got this covered. It was like a real... It wasn't, but, like, but it looked- it, Sorry. The title was the only actual statement about it. It was just like, he sold it and da-da-da. They needed... He wasn't very happy with... Like, that's great. Like, no one cared. You sold your... You, you sold your company for $4 billion... That is you saying. Do you think you George go, Lucas even watched, even watched like the sequels? I like. I know he was at the premiere of Force, but do you think he was just in there like? Eh. And Harrison Ford's like, I don't want to be here either. That was the best <laughs> part of the article. I wish I'd saved it. There's a picture of him at Disney at some point. I don't think it's like the current Disney. It's just him and Mickey and Donald dressed up in like he's dressed up in his normal lumberjack. But then, like, <laughs> the characters are dressed up like Jedi or Sith or Vader or whatever. It's a picture of them together. He's holding a lightsaber. He's the oh, guy I've seen that one, yeah. created lightsabers. And he looks like the least impressed with holding a lightsaber. I'm like, you created this. That's the thing, though. I think because he created it, he doesn't... He doesn't yeah. I think he values it more than we do, but in a completely yeah. different way. Yeah, exactly. Like to us, it's like, and to him, he's like, "Well, I have other ideas." Like it's like it's like a plant that he has to keep watering, you know. But for us, it's like, just feed me the grapes off of it. Yeah, Um, and he's like, "But I gotta take care of it." And then he sold it to another farmer, and now they're like, "They're prunes." It's like Colonel Sanders probably didn't want to eat fried chicken every day. (laughs) In Mississauga, he might. I made a business in Mississauga. (laughs) Like I just. It was so funny. I actually just sent you that picture. <laughs> he looks so so annoyed to be there. He's like surrounded. Granted, he didn't create Mickey or Donald. But he's surrounded by Star Wars. <laughs> like the biggest franchise ever. He's just like, where's my Coke Zero? <laughs> just so funny. But yeah, like it's like these art. Like, look. Would I love if George Lucas came back and did something? Sure. I don't know why they're not doing it. Like, yeah, George, do an episode. Like, Stan Lee was, like, well retired. Or not retired, but, like, he wasn't making comics anymore. Like, in the 2000s. And, like, DC let him, like, what? It, what? Just imagine, like, Stan Lee created the DC characters. No one is, like, no one clamors for that. But you know, if you stamp, like, today this star wars directed by george lucas mm-hmm. everyone will go so it's like it's not a bad idea but like come on like we can't live in this world anymore like we'll we'll, we'll just reset we'll reset we'll reset yeah. i'm like for real <laughs> i mean george lucas should be happy enough with the fact that dave filoni wants nothing more to make him happy take his ideas and like re like 
<laughs> Filoni, I, I mean, especially with Rebels, you're like, a lot of the visuals of Rebels are just uh, Ralph McQuarrie stuff yeah. that didn't get used. <laughs> it's like, that's genius. Like, he made a very engaging story that was very, very good. But it's just like, when you think about it, he's just like, hey, what about this? He's kind of like Stephen King. Stephen King has been writing books for 50 years. And they're still good. I still read his new stuff. But I know for a fact that most of his stories are stuff he started like 20 years ago. Didn't get anywhere with it. And then now is writing again. <laughs> like his latest book was about hitchhikers. Like part of it was about hitchhikers and like a kid running away and getting on a train. That would not happen. <laughs> that is a 19th. 70s yes. thing that doesn't exist anymore. Was it a good story? Hell yes. But you're like, oh, you wrote this 20 years ago when this made sense. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, there's nothing wrong with like taking old ideas that didn't work before and put it. So it's like, I don't know. George Lucas, sure. Come, no, I, I think George, I don't know. I, I understand um, separating you from. George Lucas, like Disney's, like we got to separate from because, yeah. you know, and, and when they did the Force Awakens, he would have been way too attached at that point. And, <laughs> uh, and, and I, and I, I'm someone who I love the prequels, originals, um, uh, sequels, but I, my, but the prequels, I, I think for my age range, I think I like them more than a lot of people yeah. have earned it. Um, and I think I would have taken to his sequels because mm-hmm. of that. I think I would have taken to his sequels better than a lot of people, but I do think his sequels would have been probably even received worse than the prequels. If you listen to his conversation with James Cameron, what he wanted to take them in, what he wanted to do with them. And, and the one thing I can't stand is when they're like, well, George Lucas wanted, wanted Luke to be an isolate. He can't like, that's not, ever compare those because a George Lucas isolation and a, and a Abrams Johnson isolation are probably miles apart. And that's not saying one's better than the other, but one of them was all about metachlorians. Don't forget about it. Like, I mean, and I mean it like, okay, he was in isolation, but the reason why, and it's very different. And I don't think saying, well, he would, he, that's what he would have done. It's very, it's, I think it's a very different thing. And it's true. He, he said he would have done that, but I don't think, I don't think it would have been similar at all to what we ended up getting. Um, and I just, I just think, you know, and I mentioned this the last few weeks where I think, you know, at the time when Disney bought it, I'm going to say Disney, I know people are like, but it's Lucasfilm, but it's Disney. Like at the time, like Disney owned it, like they own Marvel and they got Avi Arad out of it. You know what I mean? Like they, that was their thing that like, this is our property now. Um, you know, it's a separate arm, but we own you. I, I I think they were really trying to separate themselves from the prequels as much as possible, which I think 10 years ago now made sense. It made sense. I know that the Clone Wars, people love the Clone Wars, but it wasn't, not everybody on the planet was watching the Clone Wars. Yeah. There was a group of Star Wars fans watching the Clone Wars. And I, I think it was smart of them to do that. Uh, but I think as time goes on, they have to circle back and realize that now's the time to get it. So I think getting rid of George Lucas at the time made sense. And I, I don't even know if you need to bring him. I think him just being on the Mandalorian set is enough it, because to me yeah. that's respect, right? It's right. like, hey, come check it out. And he, like, he was there. I think, 
was he at, and he was on solo he visited solo with his buddy ron howard so i don't know i just i think as time goes on and and his grip on the franchise has kind of is gone and disney's is firmly in there I, now i think is is They'll appreciate him showing up. And he'll appreciate showing up more, too. Because if he shows up in The Force Awakens, he's like, these white slavers. Like, <laughs> that's what he said. Like, that's the thing, though. It's all, like, his mindset changes now. It's been six years since The Force Awakens. He's yeah. had time to heal. Disney has had its time to kind of let their 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 new Lucasfilm blossom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, like, if this was two years ago before disney plus started like there wouldn't be much to argue against like oh perhaps george lucas needs to come back but like the mandalorian has proven that they can make something new in star wars and it can be globally received as a success Mm -hmm. i suppose I, I i don't know how you gauge anything now but like you know what like see the se- the sequels were divisive. That's totally understandable. Like it's like WGR wonderful wonderful girl from Reham loves Star Wars and like she never watched Star Star Wars before meeting me. Like listening to me talk about Star Wars made her want to watch it. Now she has opposing views on the sequels that to me. Like she's not she is not a fan of Rose. Like at all <laughs> like at all she i don't even think she likes the last jedi i think she likes force awakens and rise of skywalker more than last jedi which is like people can argue whatever it's all subjective let's remember that yeah exactly but and like that's my point like it's like but those like, two movies fit because they're both jj like it's like those two are like yeah, these yeah. pieces to a puzzle and the last jedi is you know it's a, yeah exactly you know, um but yeah, like that's my point. Like, it, like there's no there's no finding an answer on whether the sequels are good or not. It's not worth it. Like, there's just there's there's no way to really get an answer. Maybe in like ten years we'll be like, yeah, I like it. Yeah, but I think like I think like, our prequels right, right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think ten twenty years is when people. I think whether they work or not, that's when yeah. we're gonna find out. Is when the the, gen, the kids now. Like I watched the Rise of Skywalker last year when COVID hit, and they released it on um, digital early. Anybody that pre-ordered it got it a few days early. I watched it with my nieces and nephew because COVID hadn't yeah. actually hit yet, so they were over. It was weird. It was a weird time, <laughs> and um, and we watched it, and they had never seen it, and they had seen the first two, and I think they've seen most of the other ones. But I just I'll never forget the shock and awe in all three of their faces when yeah. she was a Palpatine. <laughs> like but that like and then i was like that's what it's about you know mm-hmm. it's not about you and your stupid theory or you crying yeah. because it's blue but it's, it's these kids who are like oh what and then the next day we were going for a walk and they would pick up sticks and they would be having lightsaber fights with yeah, the sticks. Yeah, yeah. and i'm like that's what star wars is all about it doesn't matter it was like i always tell the story when i went to go see um the my first michael bay ninja turtles in the theater and my nephew was four and the, and the trailers ended, the theater goes pitch black, and all you hear is this little four-year-old voice saying, I'm so excited for this movie! And I was like, well... <laughs> and of course it was his favorite movie of all time, right? Like, it was Ninja Turtles, and it was his first time seeing a Ninja Turtle in the theater. It was, like, the greatest moment of his life. 
yeah. that's what those movies are for. I still love the movie, <laughs> but like, yeah. but those movies are for are for kids. And that Ray Palpatine, you know, as much as people hate him, like she's Ray nobody. Well, whatever. To the kids, they were blown away and loved them. Like they, like their jaws. I think I posted on Instagram. Like their jaws literally dropped. I was just like, I wasn't really expecting it, but it was, you know, they they took that away from that, and they had a great time watching it. Yeah. How do we even get on this? Oh, yeah, George Lucas. George Lucas yeah. should have come back. George Lucas should... Here's what should happen, Brock. George Lucas should remake The Last Jedi. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's not a bad idea because he's remade every single thing else that he's done. That's like, true. That's true. Like, he put... Uh, what is it that Greedo says in the... McClunky. 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 Why? Why, George? Why? Why? This is the person people are like, yeah, he should come back. Like, get out of here, man. Like, yeah. Uh. I don't know. I always, I always liked, um, I always, I don't know. This is 30 years, 20, mm-hmm. 24 years ago when the, the special editions came out in theaters. Uh, that Jab of the Hut ad edition in A New Hope yeah. was like, for me, the most exciting thing ever. I mean, he looked a little funky. Yeah. But it was Jabba the Hutt in this movie. And then they showed you the scene of the guy who looks like Fred Flintstone walking around. You're like, oh, my God. I was like, I have to go. See. And they're like, oh, and the Death Star explosion is bigger. I'm like, I don't care about a bigger explosion. I care about <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. And then Han walked over the tail. but And everyone makes fun of it now. But at the time, I was like those kids. I mean, I was a teenager, but I was like those kids. I walked in and I'm like, this is the greatest. Like, this is. It's like the Star Wars that I grew up with, with this addition here that just kind of like blew my mind that I loved. And also, I mean, I'm biased. I love Jabba the Hutt. But the fact that he was there and everything, it just, I don't know. Yeah. I, but I, I know what you're saying. Like, McClunk, like, and then he kind of went a little crazy on them. But he never added, he didn't really add much to the uh, prequels, which I always kind of hoped he would. Yeah. And I hope they do with the sequels because now you have the three of them. Why not be like, eh, let's tighten. Like, they did the stuff to the Rise of Skywalker, but why not tighten them up a little bit? Why not? Yeah. Let's just be like, because now, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Now you can be like, eh, we'll do that. And we'll just throw it in. The digital copies will get it, you know. And it's yeah. smart. It, like, it creates, like, this desire to have a copy of the original, maybe. I mean, they kind of do that with, I mean, I, or they don't. No one's, I, but, like, the original trilogy, like, to find an old VHS of it. Yeah. Like, not remastered would be, like, awesome. Absolutely, I haven't. Uh, I haven't yeah. taped off a TV somewhere. I don't think the beginning of the opening crawl of a new hopes in there, so I couldn't tell you if it says a new hope or not. I couldn't read when I watched it, so I don't. <laughs> my, I remember my dad on was it Columbia House. My dad almost got a Columbia House subscription. He never got Columbia House movies. My mom and me would always get uh, the CDs. I. I I was always big on like just like let's just get every CD imaginable, um, and I also did BMG music. But so I would, I, but Columbia House one time had the movies and they're like you can get seven for a penny, and they had the Star Wars ones in there before the special. Like this was before the special edition, so that pack that came out just before the special edition, and he really, and my dad doesn't, he's never been into movies like buying them or anything. It's been like tape it off TV and I'll watch it later. Um, yeah. he's just never like they never bought I, I'd buy movies and the people would buy them for me but he just like my parents weren't really into 
buy movies because they don't. My parents watch a movie once and they're done. I watch the same. Yeah. I watch Army of the Dead seven times and I've watched Wonder Woman two four times. I'll tell you how. <laughs> I don't watch different movies. I watch the same one. And Aaron gets mad again. I'm like, you're not in the room. Um, <laughs> but he almost bought those. But then, um, so I kind of wish he did now because they would be really cool to have. But the problem was you buy those in the next like 20 you have to buy or like 27.99 or something stupid it's like didn't work doesn't work out the math doesn't work out when you actually think of how columbia house works i got you columbia house you scam <laughs> i feel bad though for the uh, columbia house employees who all lost their jobs when the when napster came you know like kind of so when covid hit <laughs> <laughs> no they got the serb they're good um. Yeah, I, it just yeah. I don't know. It's uh. I don't even know what to say anymore. I kind of lost my train of thought. Hmm. But uh, I don't know Star Wars. It's like uh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it, it must be like it must be bad for Star Wars news when they have to come up with some rumor like that and like. People are actually going after it. It's like, like, at least it's not really? Brie Larson again. <laughs> when I typed in Star Wars into Google today, the first three articles were about Lego, <laughs> like, Star Wars Lego. Like, which people is want the game. It's not even about the game. It was about oh! like collector things. <laughs> oh, like that R two D two came out, I think, or something. Yeah, really and then know. like, there was like, there's some kind of like lego display in some building i don't know it's just like that's cool i have but there's only so much you want to talk about lego i guess i don't know i could be wrong i could be wrong this is not the lego scum podcast people uh, love lego i do know people obsess over lego i'm not a huge lego guy mm-hmm. i just find it tedious and i don't know i just like can it just come built <laughs> that's the point <laughs> but uh yeah just like really I don't know. I don't think we need any George Lucas. But like I said earlier, like it'd be a no brainer to just be like, yeah, George, why don't you direct something or like an episode or something like But if he Jesus. did if he if that ever happened then then YouTube would blow up with George Lucas take it off like it would just I would hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably suck. And and then I would I I don't know. I anyway. We're gonna do our top five Star Wars things that we're looking forward to that are coming out. Yeah, I don't know what mine are yet, um, but there's five things. Um, uh, I don't know. Star Wars is looking. Like, Star Wars is looking good. Taika Waititi's movie apparently still happening. By the way, Love and Thor, Th- Love and Th- whatever it's called, the Thor, Thor, Thor and Thunder Thun- finished Thunder. production apparently. And Taika Waititi, did you hear Taika Waititi got in trouble? He was some, he was making out with his girlfriend on a balcony. Oh no. And um, Valkyrie was there also, and they were all hugging and having a good time. And oh, speaking of which, I watched uh, Men in Black International the other day with. Oh yeah, Thor uh, and Valkyrie. What were your thoughts? I haven't seen it. Uh, I never saw the third one, but I always liked these Men in Black movies. Like I was like, yeah, this is a movie. I think I <laughs> might have missed a few things because I was watching it intermittently. Hmm. I didn't watch it all the way through, but like for what it was, I was like, "This is good." And <laughs> Liam Neeson's in it. <laughs> like, oh. You're like, "There's Qui Gon." So it's like it's solid. It's it's it delivers as a Men in Black movie. 
Like I would argue it was just as fun as the original one. I don't know. I think people maybe got bored with the fact that, well, this just feels like the first one. Who cares? Like it's fun. It, it visually it looked cool. Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I watched the grudge recently as, um, for, um, uh, uh studying as research for mm. a movie I'm shooting. I was like, I'm going to watch, let's watch the grudge to Aaron. <sighs> I am bad with horror, man. That, so I saw that movie in the theater and it terrified me because I'm a wuss. And then I bought it on DVD and it terrified me because I'm a wuss. And then I was like, let's watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. And it took us two nights to watch it. Uh, but we watched this. The first night was like, whatever. The second night, um, it, it scared me. And then I had to go. Then like it was frost warning. So we had to cover up our garden. Like we have this okay. uh, like vegetable garden. So we were to run out there. And I, the whole time out there, I was like, oh, my God. There's something out here trying to get me. <laughs> I was I was having panic attacks. I had the world's brightest flashlight, and uh, but anyway, that's uh, so I but I only watched that uh, once. That's why I haven't seen Bad Batch because I've been too busy watching every movie I've seen multiple times. I love Stephen King, but I still have yet to watch Chapter Two of It. Yeah, I haven't seen and it either. I happened to watch the first half of. Uh, uh, Doctor Sleep in the theater, but didn't watch the rest of it because I we had to kill time between shows. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "This was fun. I like that book." But still, it's just like it can still be a de- like. I don't get phased by zombie movies, but like yeah. when it's like, I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, I know zombies don't get me either. But so I so I, I've never seen The Shining or read it. Or, or or know anything about it other than he he says here's Johnny and he like I think he freezes at the end yeah. and then so I haven't seen Doctor Sleep because I'm like well I haven't seen the other one at all um, but the first it remember we saw the first it in the theater and I was it, we were yeah. both scared but you were better off because you kind of knew it was coming yeah because you read but I had never read it and then I remember being like really excited to watch this I was really excited to see it I thought the trailer looked great like it just looked great and I remember seeing in the theater and I didn't know how it started like I've seen like memes of hey Georgie come down here like so I kind of knew something was happening I didn't know what to what extent was happening and then when he like the kid like his arm gets bit off and stuff I was like (laughs) I turned to you or turned to Aaron and I said I don't know if I'm ready to watch kids get killed. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. If, now, it panned out that I ended up loving the movie after that. Yeah. But even when I watched that movie at home, because I bought it on on digital, but even when I watched it at home, I like, I just skipped that opening scene. I'm like, I, you know what, I don't need in my life, Georgie, and I skip, I skip it. And like the best part is like the original. It was like cult classic. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, this is crazy, but like. When you watch those movies, there's nowhere they don't hold a candle to the newer horror yeah. films. You do so much more, and it's just like it's almost laughable what happens in that movie in comparison to. They're just like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never seen the Tim Curry it either. But I, I remember, remember you saying when we went to see the first chapter, they're like, I like the part when they're on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the beauty of Stephen King. Like he totally encapsulates like yeah. what it's like to live in a town, and it's just like we're we're kids on bikes. I, I live right near where they shot half of that movie, and I, I'll drive down there once in a while and be like, I need to leave. 
<laughs> I need to I need to to get out of here because it's it's scary. It, but you know, I like it when they're on bike. Like it, it it does it captures that. It was like Goonies, right? I'm like this yeah. is like this is what I like. And it kind of, and the thing the way the movie went out it was like Stand by Me is brilliant, right? And it felt like that only with a killer clown. Yeah. And then when it got to that point, we we're like, oh, I don't have to worry about like the clown isn't. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen a seven-year-old movie, but like when you kind of get to that point when you realize a clown isn't going to win, yeah, that's when I was like, okay, I'm good, because but because the beginning I was like, I'm I'm not ready for this mental, like I just I was not, I was like, oh no no, I wanted the bikes, like the bikes is what I wanted, and I got the bikes, and then like I don't know, it's what like maybe twenty-five minutes after that opening scene, you realize you're like, oh, this isn't about these kids dying, it's about these kids getting revenge like taking yeah. out the cloud like they, so like, kind of, like that's when I, I don't know how a star wars podcast turns this but anyway that's when i kind of started to to really really like that. and i haven't seen the second one because i'm pretty sure some of the kids lose and i'm not ready to watch that when they're adults i'm just like and it's like almost three hours i hear <laughs> it's so true though it's just like ah but anyways i can't wait to go see <laughs> movies again in the theater like it's like so close, and we have to watch the Americans. Ah. <laughs> Yo, Quiet Place Two made a bazillion dollars. <laughs> Congratulations! No, that's awesome though. It's crazy when you think about it, because like it was supposed to premiere at the beginning of COVID. People, critics have seen like, it oh, for over a year. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? <laughs> it's perfect that it came out. Like it probably it it made like, it made more. In the first day that it did in the first weekend of the first one or something, yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, something crazy. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no way, because now everyone can go to the theater, so it's like it's almost perfect. I'm like, if it came out, that did well too, right? Because it was just like, wow, there's nothing else. Yeah, Godzilla, I think, did really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, but I think Quiet Place is like this is the one with like, okay, movies might stand a chance now. So yeah. But people oh, yeah. like doesn't like Mortal Kombat and Godzilla. I'm sure they would have made done decently before, but now yeah. they're not making as much now. But but with the pandemic, it's like, well, look, people are willing to go see anything now, yeah, because they just want to leave their damn house. So yeah, I, well, I, look, I was all, I was teetering on going to see Mortal Kombat anyway, and then they locked us down like that week, so I couldn't. Um, I have seen it. I I, I did, but like. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to like I'm coming down in October. We're going to watch the French Dispatch. Yeah. Something else comes out that day too. Oh, oh, we'll Edgar do... Wright's movie. We're going to do a two, a two for that day. We're What's watch... Edgar Wright's movie? Which one's uh, that? No sleep till Soho. No, one night in Soho. Have you no, seen okay. the trailer? Horror. I don't think so. It's a horror movie. Son of a bitch. Yeah, horror thriller. <laughs> yeah, so we'll watch that. Then we'll watch the French Dispatch to like release. <laughs> It's like when I watched uh, Sinister, and I had to, I watched Zoolander after Sinister years ago because it scared the crackers out of me. I was <laughs> I watched this movie, petrified. Aaron was fine. My brother in law was like crying, and it's about children who kill their parents. And then that night, it was Halloween night, the power <laughs> went out. Aaron was like, "You have to walk me to the bathroom." So I walk her, and then we look, and my brother in law is in his bed with his two youngest children, like. <laughs> let's watch zoolander again <laughs> all right so we're doing that they're doing that two show by the way we're gonna nice yeah we're gonna watch at the same time 
We're, yeah, we're going to buy tickets for one. I'll buy a ticket for, for one. You buy it for the other. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sneak in. I wonder how that's going to work with COVID. Like, if you can sneak into movies anymore. I feel like they wouldn't. I think it's like it's it would be in their best interest to just make it all like you buy the ticket and you know exactly which yeah. seat you're sitting in. Which like I feel like it's like that, but it's it's not always the case. But like now they have to, right? Like yeah. they have to space people out. Even if it's like we are safe, they're gonna have to space people yeah. out for the first six months, I would assume. Like Yeah, right? almost like, a year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean I mean, here in Canada, Cineplex is, has been pretty smart where they put a lot more of those, like, uh, nice seats, the VIP seats thing. So, like, I know, like, just, like, the last the- last time I went to the theater, one of the big theaters in Mississauga had, like, improved a whole bunch of this. Uh, like, I had no clue. I was like, oh, wow, this is – and it was, like, the better seats, the ones that actually fully were nice. Those seats that they've been talking about since we were in high school and grade school. like <laughs> They exist. Like, they exist now, and they warm up and stuff. Like, oh if they were smart, I mean, I'm sure they didn't want to spend money, but, like, I would just make all the theaters that, because at least it's, a, like, I don't know, a little. Uh, but maybe it's better to have more chairs or seats to the space. Anyways, someday. We're, we're getting close to being back to normal. Almost there. All right, odds? Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Today's odds are brought to us by Patreon. Oh, yes, I'll, I'm just... <laughs> 219 so episodes. <laughs> 219. Do us by Patreon.com. If you would like to support us, go on down to Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and give us your money, please. Uh, once you do that, you can be one of these wonderful people that just think we're the cat's pajamas. People like Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Sooner Thron, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Raz, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven Spencer, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quentin, Deniners, They have sabers and they are girls. The girls with sabers, that's right. Do they actually own sabers? That's something I want to know. They must, right? Probably. I mean, they're, otherwise their name would be a lie. And I don't know them to be liars. Other than saying that they're fans of ours. <laughs> nice. Yeah! That's what you call yeah. a, deep, a deep burn. Self-deprecating humor. <laughs> Uh, first off, thank you all to Patreon, though. Thank you, Patreons. It means a lot to us. Thank you. Yeah, you're the best. Um, number one, we will learn about Ray's origins on Disney+. Plus. Well, I should say more about her origins. Will we learn more about her origins? Will they go dive deep and be like she was born from Omega? Maybe she is Omega. We don't know. You know, it's funny now that you mention it, like, because, like, we haven't really seen Palpatine much in Bad Batch outside of the first episode. And like the posters like had him like front and center. Like, uh, of course it's all that like 
we are the new empire like like it's it's literally his like projection in the poster so uh we, i was kind of hoping that there'd be a little bit more but uh i'm gonna go with 80 percent if they actually want to go down like putting in disney plus seems to be the, the makes the most sense i mean you could put it in a comic or a book too i guess but in, at least on disney plus there's some i don't know sure i'm gonna go 53 percent. i think they should um not like they should or they need to but like it's you have a perfect opportunity to flesh something out right now um yeah I don't know where. I'm not saying where. I'm not saying Bad Badge. I'm not saying Book of Boba Fett, obviously. I'm saying they have an opportunity now to do something. Uh, yep. which they kind of they kind of snuck Snoke in and, and cloning Palpatine and Mandalorian, you know, so it's they could even sneak that in with Ray. But like there's an opportunity to do it. And if you yeah. can, why wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. Um the next odd if Marvel's what if is popular Will Star Wars make one? I think that would be a genius move. Uh, I think that's going to upset some Star Wars fans because then it's like, I think people start getting confused of like, oh, I saw this happen. Like Luke, Luke has a wife. But well, like, they did the comic, right? Genius. All you have to do is like, here's the old canon. Or you could do a whole thing on uh, like, George Lucas's original Star Wars, the Star Wars, like it's like here, look, Han is a lizard man, and and Luke is an old man. Like <laughs> you could easily do that. Like you, like mm-hmm. I think that would be great. Um, will they do it? I'm gonna go forty percent because it's just like I think you can do that with Marvel, but I think Star Wars, like people would might revolt. I don't know why. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't see why you wouldn't do it other than people revolting. I'm going to go 40%. I feel like it's such a no-brainer, though. It's like... Yeah, yeah. Like, you have it. Why not? They did the comic. Just do it. Just do it. Like, just do it. And then everyone's always showing artwork of, like, imagine if Anakin didn't turn to the dark side. Like, they're always doing stuff like that. So just do it. Like, just do it. Like, it, it writes itself. It's not canon. You don't have to worry about it being tied down to anything. It yeah. could be five minutes for all for all you care just anyway and you keep that idea of like what the what if it's like what if this didn't happen it's not like oh here's like here's colin trevorrow's script even though every star wars fan would like clamor for that that actually it wouldn't be like a terrible idea like here's the ideas people had they could put Zack snyder's kurosawa star wars in there but you know what's hot right now james i don't know if you notice this apple pie no Apple pie is always hot. Um, anthologies are like huge. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Like, especially Rem- sci-fi anthologies. Are but like- remember when when the spinoffs were going to be called Star Wars anthologies, and then they changed the name to a Star Wars story, and now anthologies are like the thing. Like they could have been out of the curve. Yeah. So like, that would be cool just to be like take that idea of like just one-off episodes and just like, yeah, that's how you explain Ray or that's how you explain what Luke did in between. Or like you, you, that could be an opportunity to do the, the Lando Luke journey that we hear about. And yeah. As a scout. So Absolutely. I'm excited for that. That comes out soon. Like Marvel's what if was always like a fantastic 
idea because you're just like what if the punisher had killed spider-man what if yeah i love it and our final odd hondo anako will arrive on the bad batch you know what i'm gonna go 100 on this james because if it doesn't happen i will be very disappointed I don't know if he's in resistance. I don't think he ever shows up. Like, I feel like Hondo has to be in every Filoni thing. I think Hondo is dead by resistance. Right. But we don't know how he dies, right? No, no, no. There's... I think just like timing wise, he's got to be, yeah, he's, he's got to be like a hundred thousand by then. We also don't know how old they live. I'm going to go 67%. It should happen. I want it to happen, but are they, are they kind and they put him in galaxy's edge. Like he's in galaxy's edge in Disney. So he should show up in everything. He should show up in Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian. Like he needs, I think because he is in Galaxy's Edge, people who have been to Galaxy's Edge who don't know who he is, like or who aren't familiar with him, need to see him in something and be like, oh, that's that guy from Galaxy's Edge. And then we're like, no, 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 no. That's how I feel about that. That's it. That's our that's our odds. Those are our odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments down below. Uh, Brock doesn't have any nudes. So, nudes. <laughs> oh, I got nudes, baby. <laughs> he, he doesn't have any news, so I could spare you all my singing. So we'll just go straight to top five. Top five. I'm just sorry. I, I I know I seem distracted. I'm like, was Hondo in the Resistance show? And there seems to be no answer. The best is like, is Hondo still alive? Yeah. How does Hondo die? What happened to Hondo and Naka? Is Hondo dead in Star Wars? <laughs> uh, Hondo. Hondo, Hondo, Hondo. What's our top five today, James? Top five. Oh, hold on. I lost it. Top five upcoming... Star Wars projects, Woo. whether they be books, comics, movies, TV series, etc. Mm -hmm. What are our top five? Uh, I'll go first. My number five is Rogue Squadron. <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced this is happening. Oh, I know. <laughs> so I'm putting in number five. Because if it does happen, it'll be the first Star Wars movie in theaters, and then it will be my most anticipated of anything. But for mm -hmm. now, it's number five. I mean, I think this is still happening, but I'm really looking forward to a Taika Waititi Star Wars. So he's done Thor. So maybe I think uh, it is happening. Um, yeah, but he's working on Thor Thunder's Thunderous Loves. Yeah. By the way, I want that hat that they have. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think pretty sure it's. I mean, until it gets canceled, it's happening. Yeah. So uh, that's my number five. That's why it's low of the because it's like because oh, it's yeah. yeah. My number, like, yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. My number four well, is the Acolyte. Acolyte, my number four. Yeah. I get, That's look, this, this was like my, is there number four? That's funny. Yeah. This, this, Continue. Well, this was like going to be earlier on my, like later on my list, like close. Dude, I'm also like, am I convinced this is happening anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm putting it on my list because it's going to connect to High Republic. Yes. And I wanted to put some High Republic on here. I've fallen off from reading the books, but we're going to get new stuff like, shortly so like i'm very i'm still very interested in this high republic thing so that the fact that this like acolyte links with it i'm very interested in that so yeah i almost had kevin scott's upcoming book on my list but uh, it, it's not mm. it's close uh andor the casting andor show is my number three 
I'm looking forward to it. Looks like a ton of fun. I have no idea. Can't wait. I'm going to go uh, Ahsoka. I, I'm surprised I don't have it higher, but like, you know, I mean, I think Ahsoka gets enough love as it is. And I think the series is going to be awesome, but like, you know, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. Why wouldn't you make an Ahsoka thing? So Ahsoka's not on my list. Hmm. I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it should be on my list. Uh, my number two is Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. Old number Ben. Two for me, too. Number two. Um, yeah. Like, I think it's the right the right risk to take right now. Just yeah. Like, just do it. Who cares? Who cares? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. Uh, and my number one, The Book of Bobes. Oh, wow. I, I'm conflicted. I. I mean, I guess that's the next thing coming out. So, but it's be. also because of that ending tease in the Mandalorian season mm-hmm. two. Because of the ending, that tease, I'm like, well, now I really want this. And the fact that they've been shooting it, it's real, so, which is more than I can say for half the stuff on my list. So that makes me extra excited for it. Um, because I'm, I'm Fennec Shan, Boba Fett. What's happening with it? Is he just a badass? And the title is the Book of Boba Fett. It's like the best title so far of anything we've gotten. Yeah, I'm gonna go Mandalorian season three. Nice. Like, that show is just great, and it's just inspiring what they've done with it. You know, like it's it's great. So, uh, it's it's it launched Disney Plus in my opinion, and. Mm-hmm gotta stick with it so we get four seasons great but I'm like, all it's, I, I think it's gonna be perfect yeah but yeah book of boba fett super psyched um what i it, it's funny it's like it feels like we don't know much about anything else like i didn't put rogue squadron on because you're right it's like uh, we'll see we'll see i just want i just on my list because it's a it's a movie and yeah. star wars you know as much fun as i i have watching mandalorian and Bad Batch, there's something about going to the theater to watch it, and I'm I'm and because so much time all have passed, and with COVID kind of, you know, only being a couple of years, it still feels like a hundred. So it'll be mm-hmm. nice to sit in the theater and watch Star Wars again. It's like we're not talking about that Lando show. We're not really talking about that anime show. Wasn't there one about droids or something? Yeah, like that? Like- th- yeah, those ones I was playing, but. Because there's so little known about those, I just yeah, kind of stayed away. But the accolade, the connection with High Republic, like you said, the fact that it's like ninjas and it's a bad guy, it's it, it intrigues yeah. me right now. I mean, this look, this list as more things we learn, more things about all of these shows, movies, books, yeah. comics, and whatnot. This list could change drastically. Yeah, you know what? Like, we need some trailers to come out too. Like, yeah, I I'm excited for Andor as well, but it's just like, what is this? So. Oh, it could be terrible. I don't know. I hope not, but you never, you never know. Anyway, that's our top five. Let us know what your top five are in the comments below or oh, in the live chat. If there is a live chat, I might forget to hit premiere again this week. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, I've done it a few times and then we get called out on it. And I blame I blame Andrew. I always blame Andrew. It's yeah. just easy. It's the easiest thing to do. Uh, anyway, this is episode 219 of the Scum Podcast. He's Brock. I'm James. Anything else you want to say? Um, nope. <laughs> Wear a mask, get vaccinated. Come on. I don't know. And may the force of others be with you. Said me. He wouldn't say it because he 
was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.